Raisin Man Arena. Welcome everybody to Raisin Man Arena. Um, today it's a different day. We usually do this on Wednesday, but today it's Thursday at 2 p.m. What's going on? Some kind of crazy uh, daylight savings time where the day has shifted a day and then the, the hours have gone forward uh, four hours? No. We're doing a bonus podcast because we got Sandy Honig on the couch. What's up? Yo. Hey, Sandy. Hey, I'm on pod right now. Right We're now. on and, podcast. And on the stream. So what I was saying before was that each, both Sarah, Felipe, and I think in, like we all think the podcast should be a different thing and we each have individual different visions for what it should be. So okay. we are always negotiating what it is on air and privately all the time. So it can so to answer your question, the podcast episode can kind of go in whatever direction you want. Okay. Like the introduction that Felipe just did, like sometimes he doesn't do an introduction. <laughs> sometimes. And even even that introduction is indicative of the of a vision that Felipe wants for the podcast. Okay. And what do you want the podcast to be? I wish it was funnier. <laughs> and um, yeah, I wish it was funnier more than anything. And so I try to do kind of like bits, but they kind of peter out and then Sam sort of puts all my business out on the table. Like he's like, oh, Felipe's trying to do a bit here and then uh-huh. suddenly I feel embarrassed. So it's that kind of a thing. And yeah. what do you want the pod to be? I think... By the way, I'm hosting right now. Please. Yeah, yeah. By the way. The What's that podcast where people bring, someone brings on guests to interview them? Is that is that a podcast? There's somebody who does a podcast where they bring on guests, but the guests in- interview them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, this could be kind of like that. Yeah. Um, I actually am planning on doing that. Okay, cool. I have a lot of well, I, you see, I'm a question asker. I like to ask questions. And I think I was like, okay, I think humor could come out of the truth of whatever thing we're talking about. Truth like we, and comedy. Right. Well, we could be talking about a real thing and then find a funny riff based off of it so that's sort of my philosophy and you want to do more characters and voices and stuff like that you want to do comedy bang bang and you want to do wtf with mark maron yeah i think so Uh, wtf isn't quite it though yeah it's true you made it weird with pete holmes yes (laughs) it's not that it's not that exactly right i just can't stand i'm not interested in listening to a podcast where like nothing is said i'm not interested in listening to a podcast bro yeah i don't listen to them is that bad (laughs) No, that's okay. It's your life. It is my life. Yeah. Well, you're breaking my heart, though, because I've seen you, you in the say, chat. You're breaking me heart. <laughs> breaking my heart. <laughs> you're breaking me heart. No, I've been in the chat because Annabelle's here because Annabelle and Sabina are are the Raisin Heads. Yes. And then they sometimes they would tell me, Raisin Man's on, so I would pop in the chat. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's nice. Thanks for singing our praises. No, that's, you gotta twins. have them on. Uh, I do. know we do. We were talking about it last episode. We were episode. too, but we're worried that the podcast would be it would become them sort of, and then we're in the background, you know, kind of every ten minutes, like chipping in, you know, because they're they're such a that. force of, yeah. Well, we're all self conscious about our different levels of participation. You don't like when women already. are being funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah and we only have one female mic. I know. I noticed this. Yes. So I'm I'm Sarah's replacement today. Yes, one yes. female mic. Yeah. So if you could kind of yeah ask Felipe and I questions about our feelings stuff, do yeah. some sort of of emotional labor and get us to sort of open up a little bit that'd yeah, be great yeah yeah that'd totally, be great. totally yeah because we'll just do characters See, and voices uh, i think pod should be this should, should be gotcha journalism and that you should bring people on and you should be doing hard-hitting alt comedy questions get to the bottom of it yeah yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I I think there's a version of this where we it's just like a gossip pod. And That's we just, what we I just th- talk yes. shit about mm-hmm. people. Do more. But I don't think we have the like. We don't have the stones for it. for it. We don't have the stones for it. And you know, it would even be interesting if we were just fighting every podcast. <laughs> yeah. If we were just all yeah. out fighting every single podcast with each other, getting yeah. mad, standing up, being like, "I've had it." But drama, <laughs> gossip, drama, gossip. But I don't think we have the stones yeah. for it. Felipe said this, and I think it's true. It's just you can't be like a critic in a gossip person and also make work in that scene you know we can't like it's hard for mm. us to talk shit about comedians it's true because we also we have a stake in our fingers in the pie you know what i mean so we want those people to like us. how do you right. feel about you know? that what how do you feel about that you know i feel like i hear you guys say some stuff on here bruh <laughs> wait sometimes i get a text oh they said they were busy debris on the pod they we and mentioned i go the huh really what are you guys saying Huh. What do you guys have to say about that? Is oh. that is this the gotcha journalism? Yeah. We we were or like yeah we were like we gotta watch it but we like we love it already. And that's what, what we said. said. Yes. That's what we said. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Which to me I go making fun of me. Oh, <laughs> that is so interesting because when we making said that fun of me. when we said that I really did think I was like oh that I asked them I was like should we leave that on. Um, but they were like, no, I think the, the purpose of the joke is understood, which is like, haven't seen it yet, but like, it would be embarrassing. You know, it's like, you want to be like, we love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. And then you invited me on out of fear. (laughs) Out of fear. Now I'm, yeah, I guess I'm seeing the, I'm seeing the like web you're weaving there. (laughs) We're caught. I don't feel trapped in the You got trapped in the live. I don't feel trapped in the You got trapped in the act. Sam, you're sweating. You guys are sweating. When my, when my friends or people I know and I'm fans of like put out stuff, I'm going to like put out, I'm going to say this shit is going to rock. Because I heard that you guys said, Three Busy Deborah sucks because it's all women. And it would be funnier if it was guys, maybe guys like us and we should be the ones who have show yeah, yeah, yeah. now we, i'm remembering that we did say that and we've been emailing people at adult swim versions of just that oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm sure they really actually we keep shows where we're like it's three busy debras but imagine they, they keep saying at, at adult swim they keep going can it be three can it be girl power but it's you guys it's you guys but it's girl power Boy still. power no no it's still girl power like it would be yeah. us but still doing girl power yeah yeah and we go yes, guys. I got ears everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I got, I got, I got ears everywhere. Do you think in LA people talk shit more than no. over here? No, one will talk shit. And I go around town trying to talk shit, and everyone goes, <gasps> "We love them. We love them." <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because f- when I when my friends went there in various times last year, they're all like, "Damn, people in LA like they really like talk a lot of shit." There's a lot of industry talk and stuff. When you get there, it's gonna be really intense, you know. And then I got there and I was like, "Nobody oh, talks shit." No, no but it's yeah. true. It's true though that every time I go, I'm like, "Wow, Sandy goes in." Sandy does <laughs> more like especially <laughs> if we want to do gotcha journalism. I'm like, podcast. Sandy yeah, goes in you. every we conversation. She's like taking out the <laughs> I shimitar. Go hard. Yeah. I go. We met for two seconds. I go. Here's everything I don't like about everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's a way to be. It's a way to be. Yeah, it's a vibe. It is a vibe, but I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm I just feel like everyone in LA, they're all nice to everyone, but in a fake way because they're like, oh well, like if you get a show, like I would want to right on the show Mm. so then people that like aren't you're not even friends with or know they're just like i love you and everything you do and i'm like do you yeah you don't know me yeah Yeah. i'm a bitch 
<laughs> you think you're a bitch? <laughs> I think I'm an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. What do you? What about you? Uh, I think I'm a sw- I'm a nice sweet boy, mm. a sleepy sweet boy. Time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> Time will tell. I I, I, I feel that way because I had a coffee, but you know, if I was if it was closer to nighttime, I would also feel like a sleepy sweet boy. Yeah, <laughs> sleepy sweet boy. Yeah. 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 Well, it's funny because in New York you have to be nice to people because then they'll have you on on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know but the I stakes are high. <laughs> but am I nice? Huh? Have I been nice to you guys? Yeah, I've been, been nice. nice. Yeah. Okay. When yeah, we were at, um, but but Eve. sometimes when I when I leave LA, I'm like, I hope Sandy's not taking the sword out with me like she is with other people. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, it's only with people that are mean. Sure, mm. sure. And I won't say on pod, but you've heard me go off. <laughs> of course, yeah. We met someone who you didn't like, who I really didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, who? I won't say the name, <laughs> but we went out. Uh, we went out with some people <laughs> and we didn't know them and one of them really really yeah, stuck in sammy's craw <laughs> he really rubbed me the wrong way and we talked about it for like a like days after i know but i was on like i was on like uh, um being positive team i was like oh well you know we met him for a short time like maybe you didn't mean that no <laughs> no i got evil, evil dark energy from him dark psychic forces <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Luke's here. Who Luke, Luke finally a raisin that isn't too early. What's up, Sandy? And Annabelle and Sabina. Yes, Sabina, I will put you in a short film. Um Wait, I thought Sabina and Annabelle had all these photos of them on and they looked like a short film that did you not already put them we in? We did. We she making a little joke. Ah, I see. A cheeky joke. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a joke for you listeners. If you we make made a a, joke. we made an amazing short film and we're it's gonna rock the nation. Oh cool. Yeah. Okay. What, just self-produced self-prod self-prod i don't know i was i guess i should be editing it right now but i'm here on vacation nice I'm on vacation. okay here's here's my beef with new york ready yeah i'm here on vacation oh my friends are working <laughs> <laughs> i go yeah. don't you guys know that that it's vacation right mm-hmm. yeah yeah no that's a good point don't you know it's vacation for me things gotta things people have to stop they gotta go to the rockaways yeah, bro. Well, we don't we don't live that kind of lackadaisical life that you guys live in L.A. We're grinding. Chill vibes. We're trying to network at Dime Square. Yeah. Everybody's trying to network at Dime Square. What do you guys do like day to day? Walk me through a day. <laughs> you, uh, you see those rooms right there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're in it all day. What yeah, do you do? we're in there all day, and we don't really talk to each other till about four or five p.m. And you close the door. I have my door closed. Felipe likes to keep his open. Yeah, my parents always said that uh, the house doors should be open because if people close their doors, the house, it, it's like alienating. You feel like the house is empty or something. Huh. So I'm kind of a door open kind of person. I think I'm a but door I think open the person. it doesn't work in an apartment building. I think it's like when the door's open, it's like you're always your roommates <laughs> you're always in your roommate's bedroom is so what you want to like. hang out and you don't want to hang out it's not even hanging out but it should be like a feeling that it's accessible yeah, yeah and yeah. what does will do is he home also no he has a job goes to work sam and i animate that's what we do all day i see what do you do what do you do all day right now nothing i've been working you're looking working. for fri- your friends in new york city i'm looking Call for my friends up. well i've been working 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 and now i'm not working so now i'm what were you working on can i ask well, I was doing Deborah's, and then I was working on the Eric Andre show, and then I was working on Ren and Stimpy, which we talked about. That's right. Uh, very interesting stories. Which 
<laughs> Some there are stories from that. There are stories okay. from that. Can you talk about them? I don't think I can. Fair enough. Um, Keep in mind, this podcast has about 150 uh, listeners per okay. episode, so but you know you it's never a small know pool. Who could be 151. You're right about that. You never know who's going to text someone saying, "Hey, you got name checked on the pod." Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Exactly. I got name checked on the pod. I found out immediately. But I good, went. Good thing <laughs> all this. Saying? Good thing all the stories you have to tell are good. Yeah, it was all good stories <laughs> yeah. from that job. <laughs> and then I and then I did a job in in Georgia, and then it, and now I'm I was just like. <sighs> so now I need to take a big vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm here. Yeah, you said that after you did that job in Georgia, you were like, this is what I got to be doing. Yeah. I got to stop. It was awesome. What was the thing in Georgia? It was uh, an indie movie. Oh, cool. And I was acting in it. Cool. And it was like, dude, acting is easy. Yeah, it's, it's fun. so easy. It's fun and easy. It's fun and easy. All you got to do is you go... What's the line I'm supposed to say? Oh, I have one line today. Great. I'm on shrooms. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> I'm going to be hanging out by the concessions table all day. <laughs> yeah, they have like, they always have like sick stuff you can eat usually. They do. Nutter butters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope, I hope we get to graduate, go, you know, go to LA, kind of do a chill actor lifestyle. But for now, yeah. We're just it's the first time I ever did it. Yeah. And I was like, Dude, how do I get to do more of this? It's so chill. Everyone else in the movie is like actors. And like one of them was telling me like she just she would like shot a a movie on an island in like Fiji for months. Wow. And it's like no. so she's just like on vacation. Yeah. On a gorgeous, beautiful island. Right, for but months. you gotta be careful what you know, because then if the if the audition comes for the, the movie that shoots in Siberia, you know, the movie that shoots in, in an Antarctic you know, uh, base, you, that's not one that you can't audition for. You can't audition for that. You got to audition for something that's like Fiji, Cancun, Hawaii, Hawaii, <laughs> or mm. a movie that takes place underground. Yeah. You wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> you one. wouldn't want to do that one. Yeah. 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 And then when you guys are animating all day, headphones in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Listening to podcasts. That's why I listen to so many podcasts. It's really, oh. it's a good way to pass the time. What pods do you, li- I, I guess I used to listen to pods when I was on the keys. On the keys? Yeah. <laughs> Tickling the keys. Wait, what were you doing on the keys? I used to work for a wedding photographer mm. and I would just, just like Lightroom? Huh? Just Lightroom? Yeah. Lightroom all day going through like thousands and thousands of photos. Like he would take like 8,000 photos at a wedding and then I would be in charge of like editing it down to like a thousand mm. and then having to edit all the photos. Mm. Damn. You would edit a thousand photos, but it was like batch editing. Right. You got batch processes. And you, batch processes you set up a script, <laughs> batch process. And it's some, and you were looking at the photos and you were like, someday I'll be a comedian and an actress and I'll be in these photos. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be the one editing them. I'll be in them. Yeah. Someday I'll be at a wedding. And that is true. I'm going to a wedding tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Really? Nice. What if he was, Shooting the wedding. That'd be crazy. Wait, who's he? The guy that you used to work for? Mm-hmm. Do you still take photos? I do. I'm doing a photo job on Tuesday while I'm here. I don't do it as much, but I like doing it. You still get hit up to do it? Mm-hmm. You don't feel like it's a thing where you have to keep like putting shit out so people can still remember that you do it? I was like feeling that way, kind of. And then um, I just was like, I can't think about this right now. And then I got hit up. Someone was like, "Are you are you gonna be in New York?" I was shooting Joel Kim Booster for like something, and I was like, 
yeah i'll be here do you get hit up more for like comedy photoshop jobs where it's yeah. like you know the people you're like connected because i think of it... you primarily as a photographer yeah <laughs> No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Don't touch me. Sorry. sorry. Bro. Do you know about the Me Too movement? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I'm always touching Sarah though. So. <laughs> you can, you can, no, it's fine. You can touch the shoulder. Okay, cool. I'm telling you, gotcha journalism. I'm Please. on your ass right Please now. Please come for us. All right, here's come my number one question. Where do you get off? Here's my number two question. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I got I got a question. Yeah. How do you feel about Roe v. Wade being struck down and why are you happy about it? <laughs> uh, it's awesome. It's just like, like, there should be no laws. Yeah. Lawless. True. Lawless and flawless. <laughs> yeah. Law of the, with the frontier law. Yeah. Frontier justice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And why do you, as a man, feel comfortable making a joke about Roe v. Wade? <sighs> mm, well, hmm. I'm, I'm Latino. I'm from Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> Which Gabby last night Gabby was like the Ironic. people who um she was like there's a, a real hierarchy in the Latin world who people hate the most and she was like people from Spain hate people from Argentina because they're not and then sec- and then yeah. people from Ar- Argentina. I think in Latin second. America Argentinian people are are, yeah. are quite reviled. Yeah, are you like German ancestry Italian? I'm Italian and Spanish. Italian Spanish. Yeah. I will say this though. I was talking with my dad about it. He was like, you know, there is this whole thing about like Nazis in Argentina. He's like, but a lot of people don't consider that a large amount, like a large amount of the German um, immigrants to Argentina were actually in the 19th century and they were actually Jewish. Well, yes, there's, uh, a, there's a lot a of Jews. There's a big Jewish community yeah. in Argentina. Big, my my cousins there are Jewish. Oh, that's Argentina. right. We've talked about yes. this. Yes. Yeah. We also have another connection with Sandy is that we do. my sister dated Sandy's stepbrother in high school. Whoa. Did you know this? Huh. In fact, my sister said, can you ask Sandy if her dad is still married to Max's mom? <laughs> he is. That's great. He is. <laughs> wow, I really wow. took a chance there because it could have. <laughs> yeah. I love Olivia. Yeah. Well, she's living her life. She is. I always thought she was so funny. She had great taste, too. Mm-hmm. Like, she was showing Max, like, really funny, um, like, TV shows and stuff. And I was like, I like her. Okay, I gotta be honest. Where's the chat? I know, yeah. If, Where, you're, in the, if you're in the chat, pop off. If you're in the chat, pop off. Can I ask you a, a, a serious question? Yeah, we're doing gotcha journalism. This, okay, is, cool. this is serious man. Raises a man is serious. So, yeah. This is Sam going Mark Maron mode. So the three busy Debras show. <laughs> okay, right? So what when you were pitching it mm-hmm. so many year, like years ago, what was how did you describe it? We described it as a live action cartoon. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought okay. it, what you would describe. It's a live action cartoon that's like the three busy Debras in their universe. Yeah. Well, we like we pitched to the show a very different show and we made a pilot that never aired. Really? Yes. What was the other show? Well, it, it still was Three Busy Debras, but it was like very different because it was a half hour and it was, we played like everyone in the show and cool. it was all different sets of trios. So it was like we played the Debras and then we played our husbands. Well, I've seen you guys do the three fuckable men yes. live, which is really funny. So that was they were also in the yeah. in the in the pilot. And then we played like news anchors that were like we had like 
like really like self tanner and we painted our teeth white, which was so disgusting. It, it was felt so horrible. And then we, it was like this like story that just would kind of keep cycling between the, the different sets of characters. And then Patty Harrison had like literally one line in it. It was the funniest part of the pilot <laughs> and Annie Donnelly was in it too. And it was um, actually, so they did focus group testing. Is this boring? I'm sorry. No, oh, no, no. Okay. I'm fascinated with this. So they did focus group testing and everyone universally hated the fuckable men. They really? said it was like, also, the adults when people sent us the PDF of the focus group testing, which was kind of, and, and then I've seen, I don't know if you guys have like met Walter, but I like was hanging out with him like at one point and he was like, yeah, I don't know why I sent you guys that. I probably shouldn't have sent you that because it literally said like each of us individual, how we each were ranked wow. by the audience. Wow. Like the demographics, what it was like fuck? different demographics liked each of us differently. Oh. Like okay, who so liked you the I most? I didn't know adults who did this, but they like wrangle a bunch of Americans into a room mm -hmm. and then they show them your pilot. And then they showed us where we ranked in terms of all the other pilots they ever focus group tested. And so basically it was oh like people said that the the fuckable men would be the reason that they number w would not watch the show. Really? But people like the Deborah. What did the fuckable men do in the episode? Well, you've seen us do it live. Yeah. You guys came out dancing to, to the crazy frog song. We did a dance. We, it was like, we were just being like disgusting. We had the, I mean, honestly, I think what it is, is that like, we looked like really, really vile and we had like, Oh my god! Like basically, the makeup artists did the opposite of what they do to make people look better. So usually, all the places where like there would be redness on the face, th where they would take it away, they added redness. They added like all of this like blood. I had one of my teeth was brown. Wow. Like we painted one of the teeth like like a dead tooth. We had like big um, padded legs and like dirty suits and like. We were just screaming the whole time and we were like up in the, and I think people just like couldn't handle it. Wait, so I got two questions. First of all, I, actually, I'm even, I guess the idea of doing focus group testing, I, I suppose Adult Swim is different than it used to be. It's yes. not the same thing, but I'm, it just feels kind of antithetical because the idea is like, we're going to show you something that like you don't know you're going to like or mm -hmm. that is going to be like shocking on first viewing or you're gonna have to like get used to but this is a little more like well we go where people are at and that seems yeah, yeah. to my, me my sense of adult swim is it's like there's a guy in a hoodie and he like decides whether your show <laughs> is good or not you know what i mean yeah i i think they like maybe just like have to do it and i feel like they didn't take the focus group testing as seriously as like a major network but they were like People like the Deborah characters and they don't like these characters. And so how come you guys, so then why did you scrap the entire three th trio thing? Because they wanted to do it quarter hour. Mm. So it was like, if we have half the amount of time, we can kind of only do like one, one and trio. What I, I, and, but then it ended up being better because when we were playing all the different sets of characters, it made the, De I don't know if you guys ever saw like when we would do the Deborah's live. No, I actually, by then, I think you guys had stopped doing them by the time we got to the city. Like, it was very, like, we would all talk monotone, and we didn't look at each other. We moved really stiffly, and we, like, they were very, like, robotic. 
But then when we got rid of the other characters, they became like sillier and more cartoony because they didn't have to like contrast with these mm. like clown guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and Polynesians, Pacific Islanders were like, this is the great show. How did you pull among po- Pacific Islanders? I'd have to I'd have to look back <laughs> and check. Um, you don't remember which demographic group liked you specifically or It was more they broke it up in terms of men, women and then different age groups. Interesting. And I remember specifically it was like one was like men this age, one was in this age and one was men this age and they each liked different ones of us better. Whoa. Wow. Do you remember yours? I don't, but I do, but I just remember thinking it was funny that like yeah, they each strange. that it was like like young guys liked one of us and old Bro, guys. I liked think that, one of us. that I don't know. I guess I, I, maybe there's people who know how all of that works, but to me it just feels like tea leaves. Yeah, like how is that anything yeah, more how, than how just is that helpful at tea all? leaves? Like it's like these random motherfuckers that you got through the door like this or that or like I don't know. It just feels. I don't know shit. I, uh, that's, I guess yeah, I'm not an executive. It should be a guy in a hoodie. It should be a guy in a hoodie. <laughs> Bro. Bro. I'm saying. Dude, if you were the guy in the hoodie, what show would you make? I'd make Three Busy Debras, but i put the three fuckable men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the three them. fuckable I really do miss Bro, them. I loved, I remember watching you guys do that at, uh, I think it was before a Please Don't Destroy show once. In, uh, yes. At the, um, pit. I guess I at pit, the pit. pit. In yeah. the basement. basement. And I was just howling. Like, that was, was yeah. a fun so show. That was a really fun show. Yeah. Because we were writing our pilot at the time, and our director had never seen us perform live, so she came to that to like see like what we were doing. Well, also my sense from seeing that and then kind of hearing about you guys' show is like, I got this sense that like you guys really liked to do things that were sort of like experimenting with the live context. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm wrong, where it's like I don't know, someone described a thing to me where you're like all around the room, like popping out and doing like different. I don't know, like saying lines from like around the room, but like hiding in different places or something like that. And even with the three fuckable men, I was like, there's not a clear way that this like translates to TV. It's very like stage. It's kind of a stage logic. So I'm kind of curious if, again, I hadn't seen, I haven't seen, I didn't see the thing you guys did at Carnegie Hall, but I was curious if like it was weird to transition from something that felt like really stagey to something. It was, we like, when we were shooting the pilot, we didn't realize that we never looked at each other when we were performing because we were performing mm. out to the audience yeah and then it was like when you remove that and there's a camera there we have to like talk to each other yeah and it was like a weird adjustment to be like oh i'm delivering the joke to you not to like the crowd yeah yeah but then it was like we did a lot of it kind of in our pilot where we would do like weird staging stuff or like tableaus or like two people frozen in one place while the other person was doing a it's monologue. It's true, you do do that, yeah. And we did, it, we did it in our pilot, but then it didn't really end up working. I guess the big difference though too is that on TV, there has to be kind of like a plot. And I, do you yeah. think that that's something you were doing on stage or was it more sort of like No, sketches? there was no plot. Right. Yeah. Did, is that something, did, did it feel like, oh, this is a, a cool thing to bring into it or like did it feel weird or different? I don't know, how did you kind of adjust? It was fun. Because there was, like, yeah, like, when we did our Carnegie Hall show, that had a plot. Okay. Like, vague plot. But, like, the original show was, like, no plot. It was just a series of activities that we were doing. So it felt like, I don't know, so I guess maybe the reason we I bring this up is because sometimes when we're, when we've had, you know, tried to develop things to pitch, it's like, there's all this shit you don't want to do, like, come up with 
things that aren't interesting to you, but that like people in television are like, you need this. Like what? Um, what's a good, I don't know. You know, like we were trying to pitch this thing that we wanted it to be like pretty abstract and like kind of surreal, um, kind of adult swim vibes, but adult swim vibes. yeah, but yeah, there was a feeling of like, no, this needs to be like a little more grounded. There needs to be like, who are these characters? And we were like, was that the wants, stuff with the chicken desires, or what, no? what do characters want? With the, ch- when you were eating the chicken? No, no, we were trying to pitch this, um, you know, I don't, we do this, this video where we're like pilgrims, mm. um, or like, um, peasants or something. And mm. we were like, oh, let's pitch this. And we wanted it to be kind of surface level, like not getting too deep into like these characters psychology or something we wanted it to be more about like the vibe and the and the rhythm of it but then it's like no that's not legible to someone who's gonna like buy your show or something so it feels annoying it's like i don't want to come up with this shit that's not what's funny to me about this yeah well i also think a lot of what's funny what can make a thing funny is the things you like don't do in a tv show or like don't show what do you mean like boobs and titties yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. bro yeah a one that has no, that has just that or none of them. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like, like <laughs> in the pilgrims video, like the, the town meeting video that we did originally is like really, really pared down. It's in one space. It's one shot. There's characters repeat themselves a lot. And so there's very few like actual information that's being exchanged between characters. They kind of re- repeat themselves and you don't really understand where this town is or what world and and it it has this kind of charming strange quality to it Mm -hmm. and and so i think that's an example of what you don't do is like precisely what can be funny about an idea but then when you're trying to sell an idea to executives they want to know everything and they want to know it like right away and up top and have it be really clear so you're sort of working against like opposite impulses the thing to sort of like hide and be subtle and leave out and then the need to to have to sell the idea so you have to explain and there's nothing like less funny than explaining yeah well that's like okay we had this like thing that we were trying to do in like well i think we ended up not even doing it but it was like at one point we wanted a joke to be that someone says a line and then walks away and you watch them walk all the way down the street that's funny just in silence i like that and then it was like well we have like 11 minutes for the show we can't have someone who's blormpy uh a friend named noah sandy honig what does the raisin man couch smell like it's sort of like i don't want to say pasta but maybe pasta (laughs) yeah a lot of pasta gets cooked in here not like tomato sauce like it smells like pasta why is blormpy asking you as if as if you know it's like they could have asked us but you guys smell it all the time like you're probably yeah smell. that's true that's true it smells like oh. home to me yeah it smells like home to me yeah. it smells like home remember when you we you did a simple town show i did and then will when i saw will in la he was like we haven't met and i was like yes i yes we have wait do you remember which one it was Simple. It was at the pit loft. It was at the pit. Is that the one where we bombed? We did our we play bombed. and we it bombed. Was me, you and then yes. Sandy. <laughs> you, yep. you watched the whole and thing. Z-way. Yep. Z-way yep. Was and Z-Way was on it. Yeah. About and that, I bombed too. What's crazy about that is it was that a bad we're, audience. we're all really big now. Yes. <laughs> we mm-hmm. all got huge. We're all, we're all so <laughs> yeah. farther along. I'm su- as back. successful as Z-Way as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bro, yeah, that, that audience was rough. It was like all of Sam's coworkers. Yeah. And there yeah, were a couple it, 50 to 60 Well, I guess we can speak freely. Yeah. I, w- w- I was like, 
I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like, we well, because it wasn't so much. It wasn't your guys' fault. It was just like I remember. It was like, it was just people that didn't want to laugh. No, totally. It was just not our audience. It was a weird audience, and also that space is weird. No and one... then I was doing stand up, but you guys were doing a play. Yeah. So it just I was like, I was just like, they want me dead. <laughs> you felt like we like had you in a bad no no no, no the audience yeah. wants oh, me dead yeah well to be fair we we stopped doing stand-ups at plays because we got the Good. feedback after how you. badly i did after yeah you. not even you no, but someone was, was just like you don't need the stand-ups in bit we were trying we were still doing like a uh, comedy show logic but someone was like it's a play we, i don't need to see a stand-up in between every act so. i've also never done a good show at that place no it's yeah it's like still an exists? awkward space that i don't know i only did that show yeah it's it's like a long it's a black box but it's like you have a ton of space and it's like stage. upstairs and it's like fully lit yeah like when the audience is like lit what oh, you're gonna go pee yeah so you guys are gonna have to kind of figure out whatever <laughs> whatever it is you're about to say you it's gonna be like five well, when sam six leaves, minutes when sam leaves, i'm gonna talk shit about sam yeah yeah oh i like that we should need to take turns leaving yeah 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 <laughs> and then um yeah well oh uh, yeah I'm, I'm i'm sorry that you bombed we bombed too i remember we did the first act no laughs uh -huh. and then we kind of had like a little huddle like a football team like and you were like right, do we finish we the got show? it no we were just like we got to go crazy mode and i don't even think that that made it funnier but at least it was like there was a little more energy to i think um will had like a fake nose on yes and he was a doctor yeah yeah he's a surgeon sorry yeah <laughs> bro he was a surgeon <laughs> can't believe yeah. you remember yeah yeah, and then he had the gall to, to say, nice to meet you or something. And I was like, sir, I yeah. bombed at your show. I wonder why he said that. Maybe, I don't know. I I've confronted him about it. What did he say? He, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe we were just like nervous back then. So we were like, mm. thank you for doing our show. Thank you for doing, you know. I guess like also there have been people that I've met uh or that i like met when i was like first starting out and then when i met them like years later i was like hoping they wouldn't remember me mm, well uh, maybe it's the other way around where it's like oh she doesn't how is she gonna remember me but it's like no people remember you they like there was this guy that i like messaged on dating myself facebook oh, um because when i was like in college or, like before i did comedy and um I saw him at a show. Do you guys ever go to Whiplash? It was at UCB every I Monday. heard about it, but I never went. It was like a free stand-up show every Monday. Me and my friends would go. And it was mostly like very like traditional stand-up. But then every once in a while, like someone would come on that was like very different. Like Josh Fadum. Have you ever seen him yeah, before? Yeah, we had him on a show once. Oh my God. Like funniest person of all time. And it was this guy, Greg Barris. Do you know who he is? <sighs> Mm, no i just thought he was so funny and he did because he like came out and like the first thing he did was he like was like i want to connect with all of you and he like touched people's hands and he was like we're connecting like before he started his set and i i don't even remember like what his material was and i just was like he's doing something different and i i want to talk to him so you got on Facebook. I got on Facebook and I was like, I saw you at Whiplash. I'd love to talk to you about comedy. I'm like interested in doing comedy. And then he like very kindly like got like tea with me. And he was like, so you're, you're getting into stand up. How like how many mics have you done? And I was like, 
one Fuck. a year ago <laughs> and he was like well you have to do more and i was like well how do you get to be like you know i got want to be like a like successful like you and he was like i'm not successful <laughs> and i was like yes you are you're on whiplash you're on the show uh. you've made it and then years later i ran into him he was actually the person that told me about the slipper room, which is where I used to do shows. Where I used to do the, yeah. And then I ran into him at the slipper room and I could tell he didn't, he like knew he recognized me, but he didn't remember where. And I was like, I hope he doesn't remember that it do was like. Do you think that he did? Well, then he must've like looked me up or something or like asked someone who I was. And then he messaged me on Facebook and was like, look at all our old messages. I was like, no! <laughs> wow, he really put, he like put you like on that. the spot. And now we're neighbors in Echo Park. And uh, see him around and let me ask you this: Who's more successful now, you or him? I'm kind of joking. You don't have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny, though. I don't like Greg Barris. Greg Barris. Uh, that sounds familiar. Maybe I have uh, seen him or heard about him. Uh, he might have moved to LA before you guys even came here, because he he moved a while back, and he used to do this show. Oh God, what was it called? It was like Heart of Something. I don't remember, but it was like I could never go because I wasn't 21. Mm. Um, but. Yeah, I think, I don't know, maybe this is kind of stupid mentality, but, like, when you are new, I don't know, maybe I've always had this idea of, like, if a person's, like, a certain amount of something, I'm like, well, they're not going to give a shit about me. They're not going to remember. I'm, they're, I'm like, their memory is wiped. But actually, everybody's, like, a normal person. Normal. And they just remember you because that's what regular-ass people do. But maybe it's a sort of insecurity, you know? It's mm. like, they're, they meet all people all the time and da-da-da. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. Except when um, uh, David Cross forgot that he had been racist to that Chinese comedian. <gasps> oh, that was and he did he didn't even remember her or yeah he didn't remember her. <laughs> but he had done it in person. He had done it yes. in person, Bruh. And didn't he on stage too? W was he, he was like opening for him? maybe I'm spreading rumors. I but you know, he was racist to her and yeah. then was like, I don't even remember meeting her or something. I think later he like went up and introduced himself. Like he had, he like, he just clearly had forgotten that they had had a racist. So you don't want to do that. Yeah. You don't want to do don't, that. That's something you don't want to do. You don't want to do. You got to be careful about that. If you're racist to someone, you should remember them. Yes. It's, well, it's hard though, because when you're, when someone's being racist to you, it it's a big a deal to you but when you're being racist to someone doesn't feel like anything yeah. you know? especially if you don't think you're racist you think exactly. you're just talking you're just exactly. having a, you're just having a chat yeah do you ever okay because there are some people that i'm like i'll never forget that thing you said to me and then if you bring it up to them they're like i have no recollection of saying that totally because it's like something they just said off the cuff and it's like that cut me to my core and i'll never forget it yeah but it can also be something that doesn't cut you to your core it can also be something that's like i remember that that was an interesting thing you said and it's like i'll never forget that little line it can be hurtful i mean it can be hurtful and also it can just be like a random i can remember people who just said a random ass thing to me yeah well, it's funny because this kind of gets back to the are people mean in L.A. versus in New York thing. Mm. And it's it's a conversation we've had before, which is like. Do you think I'm too mean? No. Lie? No, I you don't think went, you're too mean. Uh, no, no, no. Scared no. of me? Huh? No, I don't think you're scared you're of mean. me. I think you're I think you're very straightforward about how, how you feel. <laughs> um, OK, are you guys scared of me? No, I'm not no. scared of you. Should be. No, no you're, I'm you're <laughs> tiny. Look. <laughs> um, so. We would always have these interactions when we were first starting out with with comedians who were like famous or bigger than us where we'd be like, 
oh, I went up to that person and I tried to reduce myself and like they like blew me off. They didn't even give me the time of day. And so fuck that person. Fuck them. Name mean, names. You know, or whatever. David Cross one time iced me out. I saw I him. Mean, at, that makes I saw him at the post office. And you just. <laughs> and I was like, I'm a big fan. You're He's young, like, okay. <laughs> when you're young, you you're and you're like wanting to do the thing, like be a comedian. Your life is just filled with all these like minute in, uh, interactions with people. And you have like only the slimmest amount of approximation to sort of power or clout or whatever. And so you really remember these moments, these few moments where you're talking to big people and you take them and you blow them up, whatever they are. And then we were, we talk like, oh, well, you know, that person's probably not mean. They probably get that all the time. Or, you know, this person, I'm not, I'm not a person. I'm not a nobody to this person. So that's why. But I think there's a difference. And it's not even like... famous people. It's like just people in the scene who mm. are maybe a little bigger. I'm not talking about like an actual celebrity. Mm. Um, and then we would, we'd give them we'd be like, okay, that's fine. And then people would be like, no, that person is mean. Some people, people who are do mean. Know them. Yeah. So, and so my question is to turn it around to you is like, as you get bigger or you get fans and stuff, do you find that you like inadvertently are like mean or standoffish to people in ways that you like don't mean to be? But then you're like, oh, that person probably thinks I'm an idiot or like I really bungled that interaction or whatever. No, I think that people think I'm too, because in my head I go, in shows, and I don't do a lot of shows in LA, but nobody ever wants to hang out after a show, but I always want to. And then even if I don't know the person that books me, I'm always like, what are we doing now? What are we doing? We're hanging out. And I feel, really? like, I feel like people are like... You just try to hang with whoever? I'm just trying to hang. That's cool. And I feel like no one wants to hang. And so I'm like, I'm being too like, we're best friends now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So you have the opposite problem. Yeah. I have, I have the problem... This I'm actually too nice. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I think that I agree with that. Oh yeah, that, I think my I think my biggest flaw yeah. is that I'm too nice. Yes. We're, you're too nice. And, and we fair. love the three busy Debra show. Yeah. <laughs> you love it without even having seen it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I have this other problem. I have an opposite problem where I like this is like this is kind of a thing it's it's like embar I don't know, it's like I'm coming out on the defensive as I say it, but like I really do like forget faces and names really okay. easy. I was just gonna bring like this in up. an insane way, and I'll meet someone and I'll be like, "We've met," and this isn't even like a clout thing. It's just like <laughs> we had a friend, and I went up to this woman and I was like, "Hey, I'm Philippe," and she's like, "We've met. I'm your friend's girlfriend," and I was like, "Fuck!" I felt so bad the entire wrestling night. And I was like, "I just forget. I don't know. I just forgot, and I didn't mean to do it. It wasn't on purpose, but it happens to me often, and maybe it happens to other people often." It ha I do worry sometimes that I have like facial blindness or something. I think the same. Yeah. Like, wait, what is Luke saying? Don't you feel like? Also, a big part of it is you're older, and in general, you don't want to talk to people you don't know, and younger people do, and that was a big part of the dynamic when you were young. True. True. That is, I guess, that true. That is so facts. But I don't, just don't have that many friends in L.A., so I feel like I'm always... I feel like I am exclusively hanging out with 22-year-olds right now in L.A., mm -hmm. and some of my friends are like, what, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. They're the only ones I want to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, on that note, I feel like I have... I've been actually very self-conscious about this lately because I feel like I've been in a lot of big social situations with people where there, where I just have no recollection of having totally. ever seen this person's face before. And then they, like literally I was at like something recently and I was sitting with 
I guess, you know what? To be fair, we were wearing masks before. And then the masks came off. Mm-hmm. And then she walked by and was like, hi. And I, so my friend, I was like, I have no idea who that is. And they were like, you were like just sitting with her for like an hour. But yeah. we were wearing masks. You were. Mm. I remember when, when I saw you in LA, you had this whole thing about like how much you, th- you try to like not be like fussy or difficult or bad like you think about it a lot yeah you shared this with me what did i say you just said that you had there was like a particular uh like dietary thing you had and that you were and that like if someone served you the wrong food you were like really scared of like bringing it up but it's like well it is a health issue but then you like feel bad about bringing it up and i yeah thought that was interesting i think that's like makes sense to have a neurosis about like i really don't want to be bad i really don't want to be mean to people especially like with doing deborah's where it's like we're in charge and people treat you very differently when you're like also when they think you're like an actor or something like they like open doors for you or like do things where it's like don't do that like you don't have to like open the door for me it's fine but then it's like i don't want to come off as like Fussy, but like, it's like, can I get a chicken tikka masala, please? It's like <laughs> the only thing I eat. <laughs> but it, was, it was something where maybe I brought this up where it was like, I have a stomach disorder. Probably the hardest thing for me to eat is like raw vegetables and black beans. And I specifically said like on my thing, I was like, no beans. And like when I got the thing, it said no beans on top. And then I opened it and it was only beans. Beans. Only beans. Only beans. <laughs> and I was like, like, I don't know what to do in this situation because I don't, I don't want to come off like a right. diva, but I, I just was like, like, I, I guess I'm just like not going to eat. And then our producer was like, no, you need to say something because they don't know that you're not like deathly allergic to beans. Right. Like they, sh- they, like if I was actually like allergic to beans, this would be an issue. Yeah. And they, and, and our producer was like, this is probably happening to everyone else. What if you got so, the like, beans and you're like, I don't want to be an asshole. And your producer's like. You, you should just say something and you're like, okay. And then you go to the caterers and you're like, you face. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be opening and closing yeah. that door for me for hours. You throw the beans <laughs> on the ground. You're like, eat them. eat them. But I do think the other thing, I was in like a support group for a while for like people with invisible illnesses. And like so much of what we talked about was like, I don't want to call attention to it because I don't like having the conversation about it, about like having to explain like what, my chronic illnesses are people get really bummed about it like when i bring it up and then it like ruins the conversation and then everyone they get just sad starts, people get really sad you're like i can't eat these beans and it's like oh well it's like when i just like explain like it's a lot better now but like i mean now i, I can just explain it i, I feel Please. like maybe i've talked to you about it maybe i don't know basically like i have this thing called gastroparesis which means that my stomach muscles are like paralyzed and so I basically throw up everything I eat and it's been going on for like three years. Wow. And everything? Since uh, you moved most to LA. Things. Huh? Since you moved to LA. Yes. It started when I was in LA. But I will say it was coming on slowly for a while. And the first time that I ever had stomach problems was on my first date with someone that I dated for a long time. And really? I was like, I wonder... I mean, it's li- probably, I'm sure it has nothing to do, but I was always like... They gave it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. So it's better now? It is a lot better. So how were you eating for all that time? Because you had to eat something. Um, I just would eat and throw up. But in, wouldn't that 
You would think. You'd think that you would you'd waste think away that and I die. I would be skinnier. No, no, that's not what I'm saying, but you'd waste away and die. I know. Well, some people have to get like feeding tubes, which I like luckily never had to do, but then other people like gain weight with it and it's very confusing because it's like i'm literally unable to eat anything and i'm putting on weight this doesn't make sense hmm. Whoa. and i'm like nauseous all the time and like uh, it's then there's like other issues that comes with like not eating enough which is i get a lot of migraines i get constipated it's just like horrible i see like why torture. you wouldn't want to talk about this because it's complicated it doesn't make it's, sense right it does, it's complicated it doesn't make sense and then people are just like uh, oh my god like yeah it is pretty funny. I didn't even know your stomach had muscles, so I'm still back there. You mm-hmm. know, to but it's, a lo- it's been a lot better. It's been better? Yeah. Good. Do you think it's related to stress? I think it's a f- several things. One is stress. Two is I got a procedure done that I think helped, but it's hard to really know. And then three, when I was on this movie, all the actors were like extremely woo woo and very like healing. And one of them did Reiki on me. And that worked? I don't know. And then, but like, it just was like a new way of thinking about my body and the way that like my brain and stomach are connected. And like Judith Light was on the movie and she, and I had this like long conversation where I was like, cause aside from that, I have like an autoimmune disease too, which has been going on since I was like a kid. So I've just always had these like really weird, inexplicable medical issues. Damn. And I was talking with her about it because she was like, she does Reiki too. And she was like, tell me about this, et cetera. And I was like, well, I have this autoimmune disease. And she was like, stop saying that you have an autoimmune disease. You are experiencing odd symptoms. But when you say that you are like, relinquishing control to something that's like out of your control and I was like huh and both my parents are doctors and she was like I think it's very interesting that both of your parents are doctors and you have all these unexplained medical issues that they are constantly having to figure out Whoa. and I was just like have I been doing this to myself all this th-? like it just is like she gave you the red pill mm. and you got I, out yeah. of the matrix yeah but then also I got a procedure and maybe it helps. And but I don't know. I mean, I guess, do you think you've been doing it to yourself? I guess maybe that's too obvious or too literal of a question. Here's, I don't know. Here's what I think. Or like, here's a theory to put out. Yeah. My mom said this about a cousin of mine once, but she was like, oh, they're, they're, their parents, my cousin's parents were both doctors. And she was like, oh, this child manifests illnesses for attention attention. for attention do you think that's what happened with you it's possible like who knows it's not a conscious thing but it's like you know if i felt like i wasn't getting enough attention and then it's like oh suddenly uh, my nose is just starts bleeding or i have full body hives or like my eye is swelling shut and like all of these things that like i'm clearly not doing to myself but like maybe i don't know whoa and then you the just needed un- your parents to do a little Reiki on you. The little Reiki. The <laughs> other thing that was very so I with I think with the stomach stuff, one of the other like actor the one that like fully did like a healing session on me was she was like she did she ran me through this thing and then she was like, now I'm just gonna like do a little work on you and like she started laughing at one point while she was like doing it and she was like, I'm sorry that I laughed, but what I was getting from your body is that you're Jewish and that like Jewish <laughs> bellies like we carry our like generational trauma in our stomachs 
and that like you oh, have okay. to, you're always going to have stomach problems but you need to like make peace with your like your like jewish stomach and like work with it not against it and i was mm. like well you got jewish stomach yeah sorry i laughed i just think if someone was like you got a Jewish body, you know. Yeah, like you're feeling Jew- around. You are they're like, they're touching you like yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It's it's just been a lot of like like the muscles still don't really work. But is I'll- it your stomach or is it your intestines? It's my stomach. Okay. It's my stomach. I see, because I think of intestines are down here. Stomach I don't know. It's like a little higher. And so, what's your favorite joke on the Three Busy Drivers <laughs> show? <laughs> um, that's a good segue. What's your favorite joke on the Three Busy Drivers show? Haven't seen it, I but like, you like it. Nope, I liked all of them. Yeah. All of them <laughs> you could really say if you funny. didn't like it. The show? Mm-hmm. You know, I do like it. I haven't seen enough. I've seen two <laughs> episodes of the first season, and then Philippe and I were watching the finale of the f- second season. Without seeing the the others? Is there a pl- it's not no, really no plot. plot. Yeah. There's no plot. Yeah. I, I think I, it's interesting to jump to the finale. Well, he he the put it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, can we watch from the beginning? I have to watch all of them in 20 minutes on Thank two you. times Oh, you speed. watched it today? Yes. Like oh. right before you came, we were oh. watching it. My brother directed that one. He did a good job. Really? really? Mm-hmm. That's, That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> huh. Um, what, no, but, but what's like a moment you really like from the show that you're proud of? New season. New season. Um, I really like this episode that is, I think it's the fourth one. I can't remember cause we rearranged the, how the, the airing order, but, um, it's this one where the whole thing takes place in the dining room and it's like a play and there's three acts and it's like, it's like, there's a lot of gags and like practical effects and it's really fun. Cool. That's my favorite thing on the show is like. When we do the, so there's like this moment that I really like where it's like Alyssa and Mitra are like, they're like making out, but also kind of like fighting. Yeah. And then like, I think it's like Alyssa slams Mitra against the wall and then Mitra slams Alyssa back. And then when she comes back, the whole set is different. Like it, it was like how it normally is. And then when she shoves, shoves her back, it's a wrestling ring. I really like, I like that, that. Part. yeah. That's cool. I do yeah. like that. Um, yeah, there was like a lot of stuff I was thinking about that. I, what the fuck? Somebody's calling me. It's my probably Sarah. I'll tell you my favorite. She pissed that one I'm, of my that favorite I'm the jokes girl. Yeah. that I've seen is when Ike is doing the women's history thing, and we're like, okay, we're gonna take, we're gonna learn women's history, and all those little kids are like, oh come on, <laughs> this sucks. And another kid, <laughs> kid's like, I don't want to do this. And then they like take out their books, the women's history books, and they're really, really thin. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw like, that, that, but that was a clip on YouTube that I, I saw. I liked, I like the one where you're like, you have to distract this like guard. And you're like, I'm gonna do what I do oh. best, and then you're playing the bass. That made me laugh that actually, a lot. That actually, that maybe that's one of my really favorite funny. bits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I really like that. That one's one of my favorites too. Yeah, I was noticing all this. I don't know. I, I was wondering. I was noticing in the opening, things look like stock footage. Yeah. I don't know if that was sort of or how like conscious that was, but I was like, oh yeah, everything. And I know that you did this like stock photography series. Yeah. That was like parody stock photos, and everything looks like Getty Images yeah. video. Um, which I thought was a really interesting, like, tack to take on it. But then the show doesn't always feel that way. It's like the intro has that vibe, and then it goes into this more sort of like bright color kind of thing. Let me ask you this because yeah. I remember, I think I remember reading the headline 
that you guys had had this show greenlit in yeah. like 2017. Mm-hmm. So the Trump era was just beginning. The Trump mm-hmm. era was, mm-hmm. and you were about to respond to it with the show. Oh yes, we clapped back. Um, yeah, so we clapped back. I guess I was wondering, like, like when you make a show like that, and it's like, okay, so you conceived. That's not even when you conceived of the idea. The idea had been conceived at that point. That's just when it got greenlit. So we're talking maybe Years. 2016, Years. 2015 is like when this show was like bubbling inside your head. You were like writing it down on paper. And so to be in like 2022 and you're like this thing just got released or even just making it maybe whatever, six months ago or whatever. It's like a year ago, a year ago. Like what? What is that like? To it's like, insane. Yeah. It feels crazy where it's like we've been working on this project for so many years. And like, it's just like, well, you guys come from like DIY world. And it just is. Oh, like, yeah. Felipe was going to. Because she knows I'm on pod. Ooh, okay. So Felipe just went into his room. Yeah, he's really annoying. Yeah, he's so fucking annoying. <laughs> and he's too skinny. Yeah, he's too skinny. And he gets, he hi- he gets hyper. He only eats like oatmeal. Really? Yeah, he has like a diet diet thing. He has diet thing too. Yes. Or diet thing like he's trying to lose weight. No, he has like eating disorder stuff. Mm. Or he had an eating disorder, but mm. there's still he still is very like regimented about what he eats and mm. stuff. Yeah, you were talking about so this thing you made in 2017, you're you're making it in 2022 still. Yeah. And it like comes out and I'm just like I don't have enough energy to m- work on a thing that I made conceived of like six months ago you know well, what i mean that's it's like why, okay so oh oh right because i was saying like diy world like i'm used to like shooting everything with the camera in my hand right the second you add in like more people it just becomes this like machine that you like can't control and you just have to like sit and wait for stuff in a way that like i find is very hard like when you have to just like wait for like the machine of the production to work or like but it is like people a lot of people are like been been asking she's like what are you gonna do next or whatever and i'm like i'm only gonna do something that i like actually care about and like an idea that i like i'm not just gonna try to sit down and be like hmm what could be an idea for another thing or whatever because i'm like i know firsthand if i'm gonna have to work on this thing for like six years and be like chained to it it has to be something that i really care about and something that like i believe in and like want to be working on for years of my life or else you're or else you're just miserable yeah but how can you know huh? how can you know you're gonna anything you like, come up with if it comes gonna... up organically and you're like excited about it rather than when people are like well, i'll just sort of sit down and come up with an idea and do you think you work well that way no you don't work well sitting down and i'll come up with an idea no organic no. organic style walk around yeah walk around and go la, 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 la. Yeah, I feel like I have to take time to think of stuff. Or it's a mix. Like, I can't force it, but, like, if I'm left to my own devices, I'll just fantasize about video games and stuff like that. Mm. (laughs) I have to be like, this is the time. I can't just sit down. I like sitting down in a room and thinking. Yeah, but it 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 has to be married with other stuff. It would make me insane. I mean, I remember when the show, when you guys' show came out, I just thought, like, man, like, TV is, it's such a crime. Because it's like the time when you guys are like doing it, that's the moment when it's like the beauty, the like gem is and TV's so slow. And then so it's like, slow. and then it's like, ah, you know, maybe like all these, all this time has passed and it's not like, you know, the moment where it was like new and fresh and hard hitting. I always think about like 
maybe this is bad to say, but that uh, Maria Bamford show, Lady But Dynamite, which I saw one episode of, and I, I wasn't a, I wasn't a huge fan, but I'm a big fan of hers. But I was like, oh no, it's a little bit like um, that whole thing of where Joaquin Phoenix got the Oscar for Joker, but it really was for the Master. Where it's like the sh- uh, when Joaquin Phoenix got uh, nominated for the. Uh, Oscar for playing Joker people were like no this is actually for the master it's sort of like a belated that was kind of the discourse around it I don't know how true that is but it was like it's like a belated recognition of something that people agree was really good and then they're just using a different thing to express it and I felt with that show I was like oh the the magic thing that Maria Bamford did was like the the self filming videos those like cell phone videos she did in like the 2000s where she was like playing her family and playing all these characters I was like that was like the real actual magical cool fire project and then the show is like a reward for that it's like well now we're gonna oh, let like you I have like the you show now, so here's a show right. yeah but it's like that but the show isn't the the, right. the cool beautiful thing right the cool beautiful thing has happened and so you kind of get the reward later yeah. yes i don't know yes that, and she made you know you make no money making the cool shit that you make you produce yourself you know right so it's like it's it's like oh we this person deserves a show because they made a cool thing you right know? but even though the show's the show they make might be terrible. It's like, oh, well, it's like you have to pay people for that awesome thing that they made for no right. money. Right. In a, in a sort of, you don't have to, but this is in the sort of just universe of, of media, which we know to be just and good. Just and good. Yes. Yes. Fair. I don't know if any of this tracks what I'm saying, though. So you're saying that our show isn't good and that the only yeah, thing that we much. did live is what pretty you're saying. Much. And think, you're saying yeah. they're on pod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I actually, I'm going to get that certified well, NFT style. I mean, to bring up David Cross again and Mark You're Marin, obsessed. I know. I love Bro, him. We're, I love com- him. we're comedy heads, Sandy. We yeah. fucking love comedy. I fucking love comedy. On Mark Marin, he was like, he was like, yeah, when I was in the B movie, Everyone was all my fans were like pissed off at me. They're like, "Why are you doing this shit? Why are you doing all this crap? You should make another like Mr. Show or whatever." And he was like, what "People don't get about Mr. Show is he's, he's like, I didn't make any like we didn't make any money doing that show. It wasn't. It has like a big fan base, but it's like it, it, we lost money on it." And he was like, "He's like, so when I'm in the B movie, it's like that. This is how I like make my bag or whatever." Mm. And it he made lost me- money on Mr. Show. Uh, maybe maybe Lying. that's a stretch but <laughs> i guess i mean that i i don't think that's the case with with the debras but i guess it's it is a question of like so much time goes by and it's like you're a different person by the time it's done and yeah. it's like i mean i get it like we don't like compared to like what other i'm in my head when when i got told like how much we get paid for debras i was like oh my god i'm the richest person in the world and then you hear about what some people make on shit and i'm like i couldn't even conceive of a number like that like name, and then name names put numbers okay what's the show of that guy that brings back his uh, interpreter from afghanistan what's that show called the united states of chad yeah <laughs> now that guy that guy probably, probably makes make, a bag well, so network shows yeah okay you want to hear this yeah please i know a girl that was on a show i met her on this movie and she was telling me this she was like i'm not trying to brag i'm trying to let you know what kind of money is out there. I know that's the and woke like, thing to do now is tell your salary when it's the only big salary. Yeah. And this was like an indie movie. Like we weren't getting paid mm-hmm. like not a lot. And she was on a show that like, I don't remember what network it is, but like one of the big networks. And she was like, she was not number one, not number two. She was probably like number like five or something. I want you to even guess how much she would make an episode. 
five hundred thousand. She's 000? acting. I guess I guess I should just it's, it was one thirty five thousand. Okay, well I episode, went way higher. I went way an higher. An episode. Yeah, and there were fourteen. There were fourteen episodes. Yeah. She lot, bought a house. It's a lot of fucking That's money. Sick. That's she so bought sick. a house. That's a lot of fucking money. That's crazy. Yeah. You know how much a house costs? A million dollars. Wow. Well, we're never going to have houses, guys. I know. I know. I got a house right now. That's true. Look at this pretty ass house. <laughs> it whole, is a gorgeous house. We own apartment. this whole building. <laughs> I have a TV, and that's all yeah. I need. So you didn't buy a house with your busy Deborah? You would think I could buy a house <laughs> with that, but oh my god, like no way! A little bungalow in Echo Park or something. Wow! So no, not even close. So you got to make you got to be on a network you show. So you're saying so you're saying that show. you're a working class, a working <laughs> class woman. I would I would never say that, but I would say it is. In like it is amazing, like how much I bet you if any other like successful comedian like looked at our contract they would be like oh they're like you should be getting more but also like adult swim is like you know it's like a late night thing like they pay us what they can but it is just crazy to know like how much money people are making or like when you hear about shows where people get like a million dollars an episode or whatever it's like what yeah yeah i don't know if that exists anymore but it's just crazy yeah there's it's a sick sick industry it is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, I'd, I'm not in that world yet where I know how much people make, but um. But I also feel like when I hear the numbers, I don't even really know. I can't even fathom them. When I think about like how much money that is, I'm like, that's too much money. That's happened to me. I mean, I I've had like short projects, like even in advertising, for like a short amount of time, I've gotten paid like a lot of money. And it's like I'm really doing such bullshit mm-hmm. work, but it's like there's there's just money for people. To Kyle's throw away. here. What's up, Kyle? little robot Happy face thursday sorry to do money talk i just was like it's no crazy. no that's interesting I, i've had those questions before or like when someone buys a show how much do you get paid when they're buying a show i don't know i, I don't mean know it depends like yeah on the network or like how i mean it's just crazy yeah well well how's, how's dating in la instead. dating in la yeah Shaking my damn shaking head. My damn She's head. shaking Shake, her head. I'm shaking folks. my. For the listeners, I am shaking my damn head. Bro, dating's bad everywhere. Yeah, how's dating in New York? I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be Volcel now. You're Volcel. Yeah, I'm tired of it. It's I funny. Like you it. were talking to in Spanish today, and you were like, "Oh, you know, blah blah blah." You see the the Volcel. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't like it. It's just. It's too sad. Too sad. It's too sad. And you? I have a girlfriend now. Sam's wifed up. I thought you were gay. <laughs> it's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> She's a guy. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I have a I have a girlfriend. Hmm. Is it rude, rude that I said I thought you were gay? No. I meant in a good way. No, no, no. A lot of people think Sam is a gay. A lot of people have, th- have thought I'm, I was gay. Mm. But then I prove them wrong. You prove them wrong by dating act. a girl. <laughs> I'll prove them wrong with an act. It, you can be I show a little gay. Of them. Not even a little gay. Um. Yeah. Maybe a little gay. Seen, Do you ever suck a dick? Me- metrosexual. I've, I've never sucked a, a dick. You gotta. You gotta try it, or else you don't. Well, like the thing it. is. I'd be good at it. You know, if you if you it, have a dick, it's easy. There's not much to do. You're gonna be good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you ever no, sucked a dick? 
No, I haven't. You gotta try it. No, I do gotta try it. Felipe will suck on like water bottles and like and ice cubes all (laughs) day long. Yeah, yeah. And like like in a sexual way. Yeah, yeah. I guess he'll get his hands around like a Gatorade bottle. Do you guys get sexual on Raisin Man Pod? Do we? No. I, I don't think so. I think so. What would se- what would getting sexual be like? I don't talking know, like, about, talk about like, am I being inappropriate by asking if you've ever sucked a dick? Nothing you say is inappropriate. Okay. Everything yeah. you say is fine. I'm the one who usually talks about sex on the podcast. Sex on pod. Yeah. 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 And I got I got not in trouble once, but a person who I was dating, I I relayed a sexual experience I had with them on the podcast and she like listened to it later. Because you talked about like that her that her pussy was like <laughs> no good. Was so she beautiful. had trash pussy. <laughs> she had she had no good pussy. Happy Pride to the Raisin Man team. That's right. Um, yeah, this is funny. I mean, that's a story we've talked about before. But Sam was telling, saying like, "Oh, we had sex and it was, it, it didn't work. It just wasn't it." Sometimes it's not it. Sometimes it's not it. But he described <laughs> he described what went wrong or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's no and good. She was like, "I heard it," but it was once you were breaking up. Right? Oh, she no, was like, it was. It, we were in a relationship. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She was like, for what? She was like, I'm not mad, but I heard it. Just so you know, and it's and it's been on my mind. Yeah, and she was like, well, and I was going through some like stuff with my body at the time and stuff like that, but it's okay, you know. Mm. Yeah, so you got to be careful. But I'm I the, had a. Oh. Sorry, I'm. I'm just. I'm the guy who usually is like the most dis- disclosing on the podcast. I'd say, but other, I'd say Sarah and Felipe keep their cards a little closer to their chest. I like used to be extremely like fine about t- yeah, but. Okay, so what's well, like now I'm talking about it again and the person wait, listen, but have you ever sucked a dick? Yeah, I have actually. Whoa. Yeah, got, I have actually. We got the scoop. I'm putting that in the show description. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I did um Seek Treatment, which is a podcast about like sex and dating. I remember you talk I remember this episode. You listened to it? I listened to it, yeah. So this is the issue, is that like I forgot that I'm just like I'm just like talking to my friends yeah and then not thinking about it that about the fact that like people would be listening to it and I talk about like how I lost my virginity like in the you know which I'm I mean I can find to talk about because I've done it before which was like in a threesome etc like whatever in like a cabin is that right yes yes I remember um (laughs) and oh by the way um (laughs) Lena my friend Lena who is Will's girlfriend, when I said we were having you on the podcast, she said Sandy had the best seek treatment episode. Whoa. She like named it and I was like, I've heard it too. It's really good. Interesting. Wow. Well, I think because I just was like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I'm open about talking about it. And I also think that like the concept of of virginity is weird. And I was like, they asked me like about how you, how I lost my virginity. And I'm like, I don't really know what I consider it to have been that. That's what I would consider it. But I, there was no P and V. No P and V. No P and V. But like, you know, having sex with a woman is different. Sure. So, mm-hmm. so then what happened? So was oh, this going so, like so then something happened? Well, I was dating someone at the time, at, or not at the time, but you know, like uh, like a year or two ago, and like we were dating for a little bit, and then we were talking about like how we lost our virginities, and I was like, oh, well, I, you know, I lost my virginity in a, in a threesome, and he was like, oh yeah, you told me that, and I was like, I don't think I did. And he was like, you know what it is? It's that I listened to you on Seek Treatment. Before. You know what and it I is? Was like, is that I'm Kat Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> but I just was like, that is, I guess, weird that that someone that I'm going out with could listen to me on a podcast before we go out and and know things about me before I've disclosed them. Yes, this is true. Yeah. 
Just just a thought. And that happens to Felipe and I all the time with Raising Men. A lot. We got a lot we of listeners. We get a lot of listeners and they all date us and we have no qualms <laughs> about dating them. But you guys have like fans, I'm sure. Do you ever have like people that you go out with that are like, I've seen Simple Town shows? I've messaged, I've, I've talked to people on Hinge and stuff and they're like, oh, I've seen you at a comedy show before. It's weird. Sure, yeah, we, we have people. <laughs> at, in LA, I think we told you, but we had two listeners who brought us flowers. And they were Raisin Man listeners. They were like really like Raisin Man and we're here because of, well. Oh, yes. I remember you saying this. Yes. And so people in the industry really like us. They're, they don't think we have very sellable stuff, but we have, we have a lot of big fans in the industry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's funny about that. You're not saying that as a joke. No, I am saying it as a joke. Oh, okay. It's guys. true, but it's also a joke. About? Well, um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I think about that. I don't, I don't think I've encountered enough people that were like, I listened to your podcast and I know X, Y, and Z about you. I mean, I'm sure that they do. I dated someone a while ago and I, she was like, oh, you have this podcast. And she told me like, oh, I listened, I listened to an episode. She was like, it was funny. And then we never talked about it again. And then we broke up and then I like went on SoundCloud and I saw she was like in the top two listeners. She had listened like... And I was, and you can then, see who listens? Um, a little bit. It gives you a, a few statistics and it tells you who's the... who's the What their bank account number is. That's right. <laughs> it tells you how each person in the podcast breaks down according to demographic <laughs> who likes yeah. them the most. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I... It was fine. I just texted her and I was like, is this true? Like you, I thought you had heard that one time and she's like, no, one time... She said, I was with a friend and we were cleaning the house so we put it on and listened to it. But I'm like, even if you did that, even if you just let it run... It said You're, like there were like 125 listens. I'm like, that's not like a cleaning the house. No, that's like, like you listen to me you listen yeah. To yeah. and you know things about me and how I think. But then I was like, I don't know. It, it felt I couldn't I didn't. I mean, maybe she's listening right now. Like, I couldn't ask anymore. I was like, that's as far as I can ask. I'm not going to be like, no, no, no. You've heard a bajillion of these episodes. Um, we don't even have 125 episodes. We're on like 80 something. So she's listened to them multiple times i she must have unless i unless she like let it play and she was asleep or something i mean no shade i love her she's great yeah but um i just thought it was funny that she never talked about it again she was never like i heard you say this i heard you say that i'm like what do you know about me that you haven't told me that you know about me it's weird vibes yeah it's interesting i don't know it's weird it made you feel bad when they know I, i don't know it just feels like they they make a they feel like they know you before they know you so they've decided things about you or like mm. if they've seen you perform they're like it's like you're seeing a version of me but like you don't actually know me and you think you do or whatever if i saw the three busy Debras and then i went on a date with you i'd be scared you'd be scared <laughs> yeah. why because you know you're like it's you're, you're like a freaky weird person I'm the, mean, yeah. I'm a, yeah. they're like uh are you really that weird <laughs> that's, that's what they say on the date <laughs> do you think you're yourself though when you go on like a podcast like this I think on a pod, yeah. You are being so Don't yourself. touch me. <laughs> Come here. Come here. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like if I'm not, I don't do the like dating apps anymore. But when I did, it would like occasionally if someone would message me like Deborah, I would just be like, no. Yeah. But then sometimes I would go out with people and then later they would be like, I've seen your show. And then I would be like, you got to just close that. No, I think the move is to just not say it. You just don't say it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when I I don't like meeting someone and being like, "I love your shit," you're just like, "Hi, this is my," you know, "my name is whatever." And then later on, you're like, "By yeah. the way, I like your thing," because you don't want to you don't want to meet someone on those terms. It's not interesting. It's not mm-hmm. fun. It doesn't it, it's not uh, conducive to friendship or romance. Mm-mm. No. Mm. 
<laughs> you're meaning like David Cross, and you're like, I don't know who you are. You're obsessed <laughs> with David Cross. You know There's what the, the comedians sh- that came into my head, but the concept of meeting or fa- taking Felipe. It'd be funny if David Cross was listening. I wish. Hey, if you're listening, dude. <laughs> no, I don't even want him to come on. I don't think he's very no. Nice. We don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not even a fan of his. Okay, but who are your guy? Who 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 are like your favorite comedians? Um, I listen to Steve Martin a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I like Steve Martin's like, album currently. Or like, are you old ones? I was like, old ones. He doesn't stuff? have any new oh, albums. Okay. That's someone I've been listening to for the last couple of years. Like, that I makes listen sense to his albums over and over. Yeah. I never really listen to comedy albums. I just listen all the. Yeah, I'm always listening to stuff. Growing up, I did listen to David Cross a lot. I really liked Patton Oswalt when I was like in middle school and high mm. school. Patton Oswalt and David Cross were like big for me. Mm. I really like. I mean, Connor O'Malley is a guy who stands out in my head. He's the best. As, as like a. a Every time he puts out a thing, I'm really excited to watch it. I feel like ever like he's one of the few people where like people like when every single thing that he puts out, people are like, "I can't wait to see him." Yeah, he's totally, amazing. totally. Um, I like a lot of the English comedians, like mm, Armando, across the pond. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Armando Iannucci. It's kind of a more wry. It's kind of a more dry sense yeah. of humor. It's yeah, really dry. yeah, totally. It's really totally. dry sense of humor. Not everyone will get uh, it. I yeah. wish that I could be someone that like gets it and likes it but i'm just like speak up yes be funny speak up and be silly yes <laughs> totally that's why i like staff let's flats because he's being they're being super they're silly. being silly but every true. other british show is just like what Trump? <laughs> yeah that is what it's like yeah i'm like i get it i get it i like, like staff a lot that show is great it's so funny it's great who's the first comedian you ever saw live it was this guy who I think was on Mad TV for a little while, real rando, and he is a, he's a Argentinian, has Argentinian people in his family. Iris, I think his last name would be something like Irizari or Irizaldi. Irizari's Gabby's <laughs> last your name. Your girlfriend's last name, but it, it's something like that. I can't remember his is name. Is she Argentinian? No. She's Puerto Rican. Mm. Who's your Who's your guys? Well, the first comedian I ever saw was uh, Jackie Mason. Okay. <laughs> Which... Um, and then, like, my dad really loved George Carlin. You saw him live? Yes. Whoa. Yes. That's pretty cool. I'm really excited for that. Where do you think you're going? He's peeing again. I've had Okay, so now we're talking shit about him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's not gay. He's not gay. He ain't gay. But he would pretend to is gay. He's, I've seen him kiss guys. Oh, so he's a liar. I don't really understand. I mean, I don't know if he wants me to take this out. I don't quite understand Sam's story. All right. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I love. Yeah. George. I'm excited for the George Carlin doc. Um, I love Judy Tenuta. She's like my favorite of all time. Judy who? Tenuta. I do not know who this is. Judy Tenuta. Literally, I found out about her because there was like a CNN documentary about like women in comedy. Love it. And I was just like, I'll watch this. And it was like you know it covered all the classics. You know Phyllis Diller, Joan Rivers, and then. They Judy. snuck in Judy. What? They snuck in Judy. They snuck in Judy. And she, I guess, was like really big in the 80s. But then kind of like fell, low she key key fell, fell off. off yeah. yeah, she low-key fell off. And how did it go? He's I didn't there. hear a flush. No, there was a flush. Yeah? Yeah, if, but if you don't want to flush, you don't I flush. peed in the sink. I don't ever flush. <laughs> I peed in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Judy Tenuta. Have you heard of Judy Tenuta? No favorite Rudy Tabuti Rudy to my friend calls her Judy Tortufi (laughs) um yeah she's like the best stand-up of all time the only thing is like 
obviously she's from the 80s and she was kind of like a um insult comic so obviously she says some bad things sure but um it's the craziest stand-up I've ever seen. It was like she's basically doing performance art. She would get up in these crazy outfits with a, an accordion. Oh, you told me about this person. Yes, with an yeah. accordion. And then she would just like get up and be like, hey, pigs, and like spit her gum at the audience and like playing the accordion. She was amazing. Yeah, you. I remember you telling me this. Yeah. You said, per- Do you have any bits that are like from you? Like, oh, this is spiritually from Rudy. Judy. Judy. Judy Tatufi. Judy Tatufi. Mm, I don't know because I don't like. I don't do the same kind of like stand up. Yeah. I feel like your stand up's kind of scenic. Scenic? I don't know how many times I've seen you do stand up, but I guess what I'm thinking of is specifically that bit where you are on Peter Smith's shoulders. Oh, yeah. And you're like, I singing. much prefer to do bits over stand up, but not every show. You, is, am I boring you? I'm so bored. <laughs> am I Can boring we talk you? about blowjobs again. <laughs> 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 um, go back to that cabin yeah 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 um yeah i don't know to do bits more than stand i like to do bits more than stand what happened to the bing bong hour or whatever it's called <laughs> the thing you did with yeah, peter no. what happened to that the bing, bing bong, bong hour well i had to move to la and then the pandemic uh, okay we were gonna do one in la last summer but then peter had to come back for uh like a an audition Mm. So right. it didn't end up happening, and now they're on Broadway. What are they doing on Broadway? They're a Macbeth on Broadway. What cool. the hell? So they're a little busy, but I really want to do it again. It just was like that was a great. That was like a pre-pandemic show that happened every month. That I was like, you can't miss the the Bing Bong. It's <laughs> called. <laughs> did you ever come to it? Yes, you did. Yes. Well, you th- do you think I'm lying right yes. now? Yes. <laughs> No, I'm dead serious. I guess I thought because you were calling it the Bing Bong Hours. So what, what, is it what is it called? The Bongo Hour. The Bongo but, um, Hour. <laughs> I, I, I'll admit that I never went, although I wanted to every month. I was like, I want to go. And it was really happened. fun, I think. It's great. We had a yeah, blast. Yeah, yeah. You guys cut really fire ads for it. Thank you. The ads were really Thank good. Thank you. I edited them. Yeah, I was like, this looks... And Peter makes really good graphics and would make all the posters. It was just so much fun. And I really miss doing it. I miss performing live, but like, I just don't have someone in LA that I w- want to perform with the way that I like performing with Peter. What about Eric Andre? <laughs> he just wrote on his show. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't want to do a live show. Just do the bing bong hour with Eric Andre. <laughs> 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 but like yeah i don't know it's just and i, the I reiki wanna, woman and the reiki woman <laughs> yeah i don't but like no i don't know there's i wanted to start a show in la but i just haven't had like the right i wanted to do it and then there was omicron and then i had to go out of town yeah maybe i'll start it when i get back i've been saying that for like six months mm. oh maybe i'll start it next month mm. do you think there's less live shit in la than in new york i think the elysian is now making it like so much better yeah and i want i think i want to start a show there but i just don't know like i don't know where i'm mean, well we know kate so if you need oh that would be awesome if you could actually <laughs> yeah we can give you her number we can give you her instagram yeah. <laughs> do you guys do a, a monthly show here no i'd we, like to but we don't we do like <laughs> we're always arguing about it we do like a bi-monthly i'd say i love also the way you've been kind of twirling when well, you know, i got a lot long hair now so <laughs> i can do that we don't have a monthly we end up booking my philosophy is that i want us to do at least like a half hour every month and you least. do sketch i haven't seen you guys perform like actually maybe since the play wow but i know you that people love you mm. 
Okay. And I've seen your videos. So this is kind of the Debris thing in reverse. Now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it's just you were doing shows in LA, but I couldn't go to them. And then uh, I've seen your videos. Obviously, love the mm. vids. love the vids. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I I I feel like we were performing really regularly before COVID, and then after COVID, it was like. I don't know. The appetite kind of changed for it. For, or something. I think we're performing a lot less. I'm definitely I'm getting up on stage way less. less. And I'm I'm kind of sad about it. I wish. But it feels different than it did when we moved here. For better or for worse. I, I was reflecting on this. Because I saw the Lady Saran show last night. And I really liked it. And I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of what it felt like. When it was like a cool show. Where you're like, oh, anything could happen. Or like you're kind of open for strange things to happen or it feels like everyone's kind of having this is so lame to say but like having fun on stage and you're like oh cool like i feel like i'm having fun again in you a way, feel that way i wasn't before because i feel like i was just so everyone gets so like obsessed with like i gotta get a good tape so i can get my good type five so i can audition for jfl and then it's like it becomes less about um sandy come to union hall tonight challenge what am i doing tonight Oh, we're time. gonna be in a show. We're on that show oh. with Sabina and I'm actually uh, Annabelle. Bro, <laughs> um, but uh, no, I do want to see you guys. Um, but like, okay, so I, so I feel like everyone was getting really obsessed with like getting the right material. Or like, I used to be very like, when I get up, I have to like be do a clean set and be like. Joke, joke, yeah. joke, joke. No be being like, weird. Be like professional. No and I feel like I wasn't thinking about entertaining the people that are sitting there right in front of me. And now I'm just having a blast because I don't really care. I just know that I'm not that good at stand up and like it's not the thing that like right. I'm the best You're at. freed. You're freed from, I'm the, freed from, from the tape. So now I can just get up and be like la 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 and talk to them. Nice. And, and it, are you good now? I think I'm a lot better. Yeah. I mean, I don't think my material's that good. I don't think I'm like a stand-up. Sure. I just, I have some jokes. Yeah. And hey, being charming on stage, it's not bad. It's a, it's a good way to go. Gotta go blah, 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 blah. Some people are like, you gotta, you gotta have jokes and you gotta kill in every room. And I have I jokes. I'm gonna try a new bit at the Twins show. When's that? Sunday. Well, I hate to be, to sort of suddenly cut, but we've hit the hour and a half. Mm. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Do you guys want to say a final? Th- I mean, Wait, Simple Towns. Have, I still have a, qu- a question or two. I bet you do. Well, then, how about this? <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't. I mean, we can go as long as we want. I just know you asked how long we were going, and I said a half oh, okay. hour. You said oh, that's no, good. Oh no, that's fine. I think I have another like hour and a half anyway. Let's do another <laughs> hour and a half. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> um, no, I I actually have to pee. So how about okay, you ask cool. these questions? Okay, yeah, when yeah. he leaves, we'll talk shit about him. Okay, cool. By the way, I haven't peed once. It's it's professional. I kind of do, but I. Uh, yeah. Bonus app, who's Ofo Dojo? Uh I don't know. Sorry. And then who is Alex Loki fell off? Alex is gone, yeah. He was here before we started and then Loki fell off. Yeah. Well you miss there was some good sections that have happened so far. I think there's so. there's parts where I've sort of tuned out, but you know. Who's us now? Wait, what Red- are your other questions? Redact- so Oh God! Yeah, I'm supposed to know who Ofo Dojo is, and I've forgotten this thing about performing live. Yeah, like, are you? Because you, I'm in a state right now where I'm like, oh, the thing I have to work on is like writing scripts and pilots and like pitching shows, and that's all private work that you do in front of your computer in your room. And I guess like, did you feel like you've been able to like h- handle having a career that doesn't 
need you to perform live but still be able to do live shows? Yeah, like I feel like now performing live is more just for fun. It's just a fun thing. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. I like because I love performing. I love it, but I just was always like, I'm not like a normal stand-up, so I'm never going to get to do like a JFL or like a late night set or something. So then it just is like, now I can just kind of write whatever I want and not have to worry about being like the perfect bit or having the perfect tag on a joke or whatever. We're doing like bits that aren't stand-up. Like there's nowhere for them to go. So it's just about like experimenting and having fun. And um, also I'm really... Exci- that I'm excited that Redacted Emotions saw s- souvenirs because that was a really fun short that I really liked. And what was souvenirs? It was a short that I was in, um, and it was kind of like I wasn't being very funny in it. Who's short? I, souvenirs. But who's? Oh, this guy Andrew Belasia. Andrew Belasia. He's like a friend in LA. A friend. He was he was like a friend of a friend, and then I did it. It was really fun, and he pushed me to not be like. <laughs> you think you could do serious acting? Maybe. Thank it was you. fun. I was very self-conscious about it. But then people said I did a good job. So I was like, Meh. Well, that makes me want to ask a different question. But you're in the middle of something. We finished. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just more fun. Yeah, now. it's just fun. Just you just fun. do it for fun now. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I think. This is my question. Do you ever think about... Um, I feel like I, th- I think a lot about when I'm on video, like about being big or small. And some videos I'm like, I got to be big here. And then I'll watch myself. I'm like, I was being too big. I got to be small. Mm. The next video, I'm small. And then I watch it. I'm like, I should have been bigger. Mm. I don't know. Do you think about that? Because you're talking about being pushed to I not be big. I always big. You're always big. But always. you're never like, I should be small. You're, that's not like the dichotomy that you're thinking about when you're being on video. Well, I'm just not on vid much. What are you talking about? You had two seasons of a fucking right, show. Right, but that's like, that's always big. Sure. So, but like, but like doing, and it's always the same character. So like, I don't have to like that. Yeah. That I feel like, you know, that in your bones. Yeah. (laughs) I know it in my bones, but then with that short, I was going kind of big and he had to really like reel me in. Yeah. And to the point where I like watch it and I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting there talking like, Mm. What was the director? What like? Can you say what the note was, word for word? Because it's so funny when people give acting notes. I'm trying to remember. I think he just was like smaller, really, or like a little less. A little less. Hey, Sandy, could we get a little less from you? Well, because there's a scene where I'm like supposed to be giving birth, and so obviously I was going, "Whoa, (laughs) ah, my pussy!" Yeah. Um, and then he was like. (laughs) Can <laughs> you do it normal, kind of? <laughs> can we get... who? Who's the Reiki? Can we get someone to do Reiki on her can for a little can bit? Can you just okay. like be normal? She has uh, a Jewish stomach, everybody, <laughs> so... Yeah, but then I did this indie movie, and I thought that I would be told to rein it to in. real back. But she... The director was amazing, and she, like, really liked when we went really big. And I don't think it was originally, like, written to be like a comedy comedy but i think it became one because she cast a bunch of comedians in it and then all of the actors were being really silly like everyone just started being really silly in a way that i think it's going to be like really really funny but when i first read the script it didn't read to me as like a like a comedy yeah Mm. yeah i don't know that's so funny that reminds me of like when you do a voice you a choice you hate on screen just because you're trying to go through voices and then the director's like 
I really like that. Wait, can you do like <laughs> more of that? Can that be your thing? You're like, fuck, now I got to like double down into this stupid No, but choice. this was in a good way. Yes, yes, I'm saying. I guess I'm, your story is reminding me of every, all meaning becomes meaningful when I filter it through my through own, your own, lens, my own yeah. experience and things like that. Yeah. Totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same totally, with me. Totally, totally. <laughs> Same with me. Same with me. This is the nature yeah. of the podcast. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, big. Yeah. She liked the big. big. She liked it big. Yeah. It was fun. There was like this scene where it was like, it, it's like a wedding movie and I'm like the sister-in-law and we're this like big Jewish, loud, loud, loud family. And then um, like this other guy comes in, John Rudnitsky. I don't know if you've ever seen him perform. Maybe. He's so funny. And he like he was just being so big and then we were being really big and then i've also never been in a scene with a bunch of other like jewish actors because then we all just started like bursting into like song in hebrew and like <laughs> dancing around and like and like improvising things that at a certain point i think john was like are we kind of being like anti-semitic yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because like we were doing this whole thing where we, like we were talking about like you know like he like works in like finance and he was just being like you know just really got to like protect the market and we were like that is so important like and he was like is this bad what we're yeah. doing i think it was really funny you're going goofy mode we went really going, goofy mode. Going we, we went like mode. Mode, yeah. you know but um yeah it was fun fire well you want to wrap it Felipe up now. He tries that sometimes. He starts yeah, to sing songs in Hebrew. I, Are you Jewish? <laughs> no. Oh, I didn't think so. You don't but seem you Jewish. G- but you give it a shot. You know, sometimes you want to try it out. You guys yeah. don't seem Jewish at all. No. no not me? Not Jewish. <laughs> Do I seem Italian-American? No. Oh, okay. No, no. Do you seem Italian-American? Yeah. No. Yeah, not that either. Are you Catholic? I was baptized Catholic, yeah, but I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not Catholic. But I'm uh, I'm Northern Italian, so it's like those are the white ones. Mm, yeah. And you, what am, what are you? Yeah, Sam's like. What? I feel Sam, like people are always like, I "Where like, are you where from? Where are you from? from?" I feel like you were raised in a godless house. You think so? Yeah. Uh, no, not really. I mean, we went to church. There's I tell you what, we went to Quaker church a little, a lot. That tracks. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I'm like, I see it, I see it, I see it, I see it. Bro, I go to a Quaker church every morning when I have my oatmeal. We were talking about your oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. What about when it? you went to the bathroom. What about it? He said you eat a lot of oatmeal. Yeah, I got funny eating habits. I mean, no, eating oatmeal is normal as hell. What are your food you... Um, I uh, had an eating disorder when I was younger, and so then it's like spilled out into all these different ways that I eat. But I think we don't have a ton of time to talk about <laughs> it. We should. I've talked about it. I'm not. I don't have any qualms about talking about it. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think if you didn't have an eating disorder, are you really living? It's true. Mm. Did you have one? No, I've never had one. Virgin. True. I think everybody eats in a sort of disordered way, but then it's yes. like, well, what is normal? Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. What is the ordered way to eat? Yeah. Yeah, I've been eating a lot of sardines and um, anchovies recently. Mmm, stinky. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm really sorry, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut us out because I think okay. you're calling it. I'm calling it. Yeah, I know it's. I know the vibe is good, but I'm a big believer. Like you got to keep it a tight, tight ninety. Okay. But how do we send it off? We can keep chatting and hanging out, but the episode <laughs> no, has have, to end. I have a pilot. I have to. Write. No, no, no. We yeah, can keep yeah, chatting. Yeah, yeah. in an hour and a half. But so. the episode needs to be over. Not, well, not, I already how, how asked my question. It? Oh, you know, we usually just say it's it's usually this abrupt because because there's no structure to the podcast. We never we don't have a kind of structural way to end it. We're just like, all right, this was nice. Okay. 
unless you want to uh, plug something to our 150 listeners. I was going to say, we probably won't put it out today. We're probably going to put it out maybe next week or a couple months. <laughs> okay, wait, I, wait, is it out right now? It is, but then I put it on SoundCloud. Got it. What were you about to I say? I was going to plug the Please. Twins show on Sunday. Twins show on Sunday, where's it at? Union Hall, triplet auditions, Annabelle and Sabina. All right, if you're listening to this on May 26th, and then, you know, if you're listening to t- right now, we're going to be performing tonight at Union Hall at Sunday Morning Digital. We're doing a cool 30 minutes, right, Sam? You're doing 30? I think it's like 15 or... We're doing 15. a cool 30 minutes, but come to it. And Sabina and Annabelle are going to be on it. Oh, they're on it? They are Thanks on it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Raisin Man Arena.